Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. My mid-thirties, I felt very lost in life. We were struggling with infertility. I was in a job that wasn't inspiring me. I felt very lost. And I googled how to find your purpose. That changed my life. Not the results of the Google, but it sent me on a path, quite a long path, but I can now speed up for my clients to help them find a sense of purpose. So how do you find a sense of purpose? So you can get to the end of your life without regrets. So you can be more fulfilled and inspired by life. Let's dive in and find out. When I was in my mid-thirties, I was in what looked like on the outside in of a successful career, a lovely wife, lots of friends, a health, but inside I felt lost. We're going through infertility. I really believed, you know, we we're gonna have a family and I never thought, you know, I grew up not being a father. Then we were struggling with infertility. I felt lost at work because it didn't feel like my purpose, my passion. And I was scared. I was, wouldn't be living a fulfilled life. I was scared. I was, gonna, I was going through the emotions in life and I was going to continue. And I was scared again to my deathbed and just having regrets and just feeling okay, life was okay. But didn't feel like I was really living life to the full. And I felt very lost. I guess lack of motivation for the future no idea what I didn't have a vision for the future my vision for the future was you know having a family and being having a very fulfilling career whatever that is I was a people pleaser I didn't know who I was I was focused on pleasing other people and making sure people thought good of me but I had no other drive in life no other sense of what do I want so focus on other people can help perpetuate that that people pleasing. And I say no kind of vision of what I want to create in the fell light, just flatlining through life. A very narrow band of emotions. I guess in the analogy I once heard is like sucking a sweet but with the wrapper on. It felt like life was this sweet but I had a wrapper on and everyone else had life, you know, had the wrapper off was in save and enjoy life and experience life to the full and I was just flatlining, feeling a bit lost. And in that kind of field of lostness, I remember her searching to a Google search, how to find your purpose in life. Um, I had nowhere to look. I just, desperation and just, where'd you start? <laughs> start with Google. But what's interesting is, the side was, I came across an article, um, an exercise on how to find your purpose. And the coach that wrote that article actually has been a key influential coach in my life. Um, ever since, um, through various reasons and various ways, and he's changed his psychology drastically. But it was interesting how um, it ends up being a useful thing to do. But the exercise that they had, the exercise was to just get a pen and paper and just write my purpose in life is, and just write something. 
And if you don't know what to write, just keep the pen moving. Just, I don't know what to write, I don't know what it is, I don't know what it is, and see what comes out. Just play with something, try something, flirt with something, just write anything. And keep evolving it, keep playing with it, keep changing it. You could be there for an hour, two hours, just keep doing it. And he said, the moment you start to cry, you know you've got that. You know you've got that. And I'll come back to that later on. What I've learned, really learned, is often we are looking for our sense of purpose. I was searching for Google, how to find your purpose. A friend of mine used to do a talk on how to find your purpose. And he opened this talk by saying, the reason you not can't find your purpose is because you come to talks on how to find your purpose. But what if you can't find your purpose? Because it's not something external you find. Your purpose finds you. You can't figure it out. That exercise I did doesn't actually help you find your purpose. It may serve, it may have a place, which I'll come on to. But your purpose is something you realise. You realise. It comes from a place of insight. I think the thing that stops us getting clarity on our purpose, and I mentioned earlier about being a people pleaser, I was very much living what I call outside in. I'm okay if people think I'm okay. I'm okay if I've got a good job, if I've got enough money coming in, got a good pension. It's that outside in this where we put our happiness, our security, our well-being in the outside world, whether it's our bank balance or what people think of us. And we're very much born into an outside in world. We think we're born inside out. Babies and toddlers very much live what I call inside out. They know their okayness is within them. They're just content playing with the box. They don't care about the toy. They find curiosity and, and, and enjoyment and creativity in the moment. There's no expectation on, on life. They work with what is. They make the best of what is. Because deep down they're, they're connected to what I call them more their innate well-being. Even if a tantrum have gone outside in briefly, I think it's the end of the world because they can't have a suite, but they have nothing on it. They experience it, it moves through them, they go back to being what I call inside out. The more we live inside out, the more we know who we are, the more we are okay with ourselves, the more we have to express ourselves freely in the small things and the big things, the more we live inside out, then I'd say, yeah, we realise our purpose. It comes to us, it finds us. When we're living outside in, we're seeking maybe external validation. We're seeking this answer from the outside. It's about living inside out, knowing you're okay for who you are, being free to be you. And then you start getting clear about what your hopes and dreams are. Because when we're living outside in, we disconnect from our heart and our soul. We're more focused on creating external criteria to feel something on the inside. We're not being aligned and being led by our heart and our soul. And our soul. The more being led by our heart and our soul, the more the clarity about our purpose comes, the more it evolves, the more we realise it. I think there is a place for tools. And there's plenty of tools I use in my clients and might help them explore and flirt with ideas of what their purpose may be. But you need to be more living inside out to, to allow yourself to engage with those more fully, to have a more open mind to explore possibilities. Because the outside in thinking is often fueled by insecurity or fear or lack of self-confidence. 
And that shuts down ideas. Doesn't allow us to play with ideas, to flirt with ideas, to give them legs. So the more we're living inside out, there may be some tools. Some things like is, I might ask a client what they crave psychologically as a child, what they crave psychologically as a child. And some, it's a sense of belonging. Some, it's to feel loved or to be seen. And I tend to think we would want to bring into the world the thing we most craved as a child. We want to bring into the world the thing we most craved as a child. So if it's a sense of belonging, then it doesn't matter what you're doing, you can do that in any ways. It could be at work with your team. One of the things you love maybe is the rest of the team, feeling like they have value and worth and belong. There's a sense of tribe or family. And that's maybe why you enjoy being with people so much. There's always a sense of craving in a child we want to almost address the balance we want to bring that into the world so other people don't have the experiences we had as a child we can relate to that we're we're, we're, very sympathetic we're aware of that another thing is an exercise i do with clients looking at what makes them angry in the world what things at societal level when they're watching the news they get angry about if they were president or king for uh, a day, what what laws would they change? What makes them angry in the world? And that taps into what our values are, what's important to us. And then connected to that is what you what do you enjoy? What are you passionate about? What things in your life weren't there? Are there a sense of loss? Or maybe it's a sense of loss because they're not there now. And also, what are you good at? What are you good at? We explore these three areas because there's a premise that is sort a model that when all three are play. Imagine a Venn diagram, all three overlap. When you're doing something you're good at and something you enjoy to do something about what makes you angry in the world, that's when you feel like a, you're on purpose, there's a sense of purpose. That's useful. Another thing is to ask friends. Close friends are, will be, know you well and be honest and ask them what they love about you. Ask them what they think your superpower is. What's yeah, What your superpower into the world, what you bring into the world. That can be a useful exercise as well. I once asked that of close friends and one thing that really jumped out was a sense of kind of loving presence. One, one person said, you know, loving presence transforms lives. And it's interesting because it, as I pondered that and explored that, it almost gave me permission to, to be there, to recognise that. That's who I am. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not Tony Robbins, this kind of rah, rah, this high energy kind of coach. It is that kind of loving presence, loving energy. It's interesting what I created as a child was to be loved, to know I was safe in that, in that love, that feeling of love. And what I want to do is help other people know they're loved, to love themselves, to know they're loved by life, so they can relax into a feeling of being home and be themselves, express themselves, have that sense of I'm okay, I'm worthy, almost reversing imposter syndrome into innate confidence through that sense of self-love. And just by recognising that, helped me see that, yeah, that's who I am. That's what I'm about. They say it gave me more sense of permission to be me, to lean into that, and create a sense of future and vision from that space. This is who I am. This is what I'm creating in my life, in my business, in my work. So... The core message is, yeah, the purpose comes from just being you. Just free to be you in the small things and the big things. 
if there's something holding you back from being you, a fear or insecurity or worry or not worthy, then maybe get some help to explore letting go of that. And when we have big big issues in life, a lot of my clients have big challenges in life, there's always a, often a lack of purpose. And often we're seeking purpose in the wrong space. You know, I have thought, you know, my purpose will come from being a, being a parent, being a father. I work with quite a lot of couples who struggle with infertility because I've been there, done that, and I know what it's like. And it's a very often misunderstood, misunderstood, misunderstood space. And I work with clients. We often touch on purpose, explore purpose. And you may have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow is a psychologist, I think from the 60s, identify the physical needs we need as a human being. And they said this hierarchical, like, you know, we need air more than we need water. And there's shelter, there's certain food, there's certain things we need to survive physically. And you can say they're hierarchical. There's a psychological model model looks at our kind of personality, again, from a hierarchical space. At the top of the, the pyramid is a sense of identity. And beyond that is a sense of purpose. We more clear a sense of identity, a sense of purpose. Other things lower down the kind of pyramid, things like capability and behaviours, become easier. We can learn new skills and change our behaviours far easier. We have a sense of purpose and what it's about, why we're doing it, who we are. So my clients often talk about Project You. It's about realigning to who you are, who you are in life, who you as a being. Claim that, own that, know you're worthy to be that. And that helps us live more inside out. Live more inside out. So where are you not being your truth? Where are you, where are you holding back? Where are you not speaking your truth? Where do you feel you have to quash your sense of self? The more you can be yourself, live more inside out, the more your sense of purpose will come to you. If you want to play a one question, I leave that question is, you know, what did you crave psychologically as a child? What if one of the things we're here to do is bring that into the world in whichever way you imagine that? Loving you. Thank you.